What's up, everybody? Three and impossible. It's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the all the fathers and father figures out there. Shout out to all y'all. Devion. <laughs> Devion. Proud soon to be father. <laughs> I don't know why he laughed, but why they say my name. <laughs> but yeah, we so we are going to we are going to break down the conference finals for you guys that are coming up here starting. Tonight, June 20th, with the Suns and the Clippers, we have a Game 7 today that uh, will decide who the Bucks play in the conference finals. We'll obviously react to Game 7 that was last night. Even if it was, even if you wanted the Nets to win, you have to admit that was a fantastic game. I mean, that was – best two words in sports, Game 7. Yes, sir. I didn't even know the Stanley Cup was going on last night. I don't think anybody did. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah, I didn't even know. Oh. Hey, the Blues, <laughs> the Blues in it too, right? No, no. Uh, quick that. first round exit. Mm-hmm. Quick yeah. first round exit. But, all right, deep down. Let's get it started. I'm Will Starnes. Devion Hicks. Joe Davis. Will Starnes, Devion Hicks, Joe Davis. All right, guys, let's get it. Game seven. Me and Devion. We, we both picked uh, the Bucks beforehand. I'll admit it doesn't feel as – I don't feel as right as I would have liked because of how the, the injuries transpired. But um, still a great series. Glad it went seven. Glad we got to witness KD's greatness. But let, let's start with the, the age-old question whenever we have a good series like this. Debbie, I'm going to start with you. Credit the Bucks. Blame the Nets. Which 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 one are you in? Are you giving the the Bucks credit for what they did, or are you, are you blaming the Nets? Uh, giving the Bucks credit because uh, the Nets just be, if I'm trying to, if I'm being fair for what happened to them and then what KD did plus what Harden did with a bad hamstring and the other players stepped up. Gotta give it to it's really Chris Middleton in my opinion. Giannis was Giannis, but Chris Middleton was the X factor. So I give him, I get a Bucks credit. I'm taking a lot away from the Nets. I don't like what the coaching did. I think coming in the game six after what they did in game five, they should have showed out, but they didn't. They came out lazy. They didn't really play that hard, and they gave the Bucks game six, and the, they gave the Bucks game six to the point. The Bucks gained some confidence and knew, okay, we can do this. We can actually beat these guys. And I think that really hurt them a lot. I, I put in a lot on Steve Nash because he should have rested those guys. I know you needed to play them because you don't really have much without Kyrie and an injured James Harden. But where was there was no adjustments. There was no offense. It was straight ISO ball. And you could tell in game seven, they got tired and wore down. And the ISO ball wasn't working. And then the other guys weren't getting involved because we weren't wearing plays for the other players. So when it was time for them to make a shot, they was cold. Blake Griffin was the only side piece that was out there doing something. So I, I think, I mean, it does suck they had injuries, but you got to put a little bit on the Nets, man. They they should they should have won that series. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He says. Did he say anything? Yeah, he says. Oh, bro. It's all. It's gonna mess up. We might as well. In three minutes. Yeah, Bro, right when we get on, though, like, it's 
Right? What, what is wrong with this thing? We said our names. Basically. We're on here talking for 20 minutes. Nothing, nothing. And then <laughs> we get recorded and this shit will stop working. Hey, it's Will. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I wonder, uh, I mean, it says the recording's still going, so I mean, I guess it's all getting uploaded. I don't know. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, and I kept talking. Yeah, he said he made his point. You can really go to yours, and we probably can. Yeah, I stopped around three forty-five, so it's been about a minute. All right, <clears throat> all right. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the the Bucks eighty percent credit, and then I'm gonna give twenty percent blame to the Nets. Just, just because there, there were a few things that I didn't think the Nets quite took advantage of that they could have. I mean, it was gonna be, it was gonna be a, a robbery if the Nets ended up winning that series after the injuries transpired. But you can always count on Coach, Coach Budenholzer to just try and give you this, give you the fucking series. Like so many mind-blowingly stupid non-adjustments that he just. What? He Which just makes re- no sense because he's a Popovich. He comes from the Popovich coaching line, so you would think he can make adjustments, but he doesn't. Never. You you would think he almost you would blew think, the game. He, he they he did. He, he single handedly gave the Nets Game Five, in my opinion. Like Kevin Durant was amazing, and Jeff Green was out of his mind. But at the end of the day, those are the only two players that showed up in Game Five, and I mean the the Nets just ran the same thing pretty much from like midway through the third quarter to the end of the game. Brooke Lopez in the game. We're going to have Kevin Durant get the ball. They're going to, we're going to run a pick and roll with whoever uh, Brooke Lopez is guarding. And Kevin Durant is not going to like, once Kevin Durant gets that gets hot, you can't, you cannot allow him to just isolate like that with the entire floor. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to win. Yeah, that was just not only that, if you have an injured James Harden out there in game five, how do you not attack him? How do you not make that man run all over yo, the court? Yo, How do you not have off ball screens? How do you not switch and put Giannis on? How do you not attack him when he's on defense? Yeah, make him get in a defensive position and go laterally. This His boy hamstring hurt. Make it work. Jump shots. He has a hamstring problem. They gave this like man. You, step you, you back. could tell in oh, game man. five after about five minutes. You could tell James Harden was not going to be James Harden. No, like. It was weird because he, he looked like he was still able to be kind of quick, like like the quick quick twitch stuff. Like he still had that like nice quickness to his like step back. But once you once you see that he hero, was no only doing a step back and he was pretty much refusing to go into the lane, that's all he had to know. That's yeah. all he needed to see. It's, it like, would, you know it was up. So like they could have just put. That's what I'm saying. Just mix it up and just put people on him. Put the, you know what I'm saying? Put the pressure on this boy. This boy got a step back. Yeah, you can see when he going to do it. It's a clear indication when he's going to do his step back. This dude did it mm-hmm. nonstop. And I'm like, they he's just missing these shots. I'm like, if he starts making these shots, mm-hmm. they're going to get dug. Like, that was just yeah. like, but, I don't know. Game 5 was close. And Game 5 was close. And at the end of the game, Giannis had James Harden. In the post. Oh, my God. And he faded away jump shot. What are you doing? What are you doing? You could make it a one-game like, five. And to me, 
Just the fact that he even went to a post move on James Harden made zero sense. The one thing that's going to be easy for James Harden is if he can stand there stationary. Like, yes, Giannis, you're bigger than him. You could, you should still probably be able to walk him to the, to the basket. Some strength now. Even though you didn't try, try, even try to. But pull it out and attack him off the dribble. Don't go back to the basket there. Make him have to shift his body. All he's gonna do is foul you. That's what he's gonna do. All he did was reach in with the and he hit the ball every time because Giannis has no moves. All you do is gotta literally in and out, hit this boy with a left to the right, mm-hmm. and go right around yeah. and you long. And and see, and to me, this is all this is all just a, a big combination of just bad coaching. Like Boone Holzer just needs to be like Giannis. This situation, oh. this is what you gotta do. Clearly, Giannis. Well, just do whatever the fuck the coach says. Because whenever anyone asks him, why didn't you try and guard Kevin Durant? Coach told me not to. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always his go-to excuse, right? So if coach tells him then to play like this on offense, I think he would do it. Which I agree with you. Coaching is the problem. I but I got a question for you guys. I heard uh, Gilbert Arena and Steven Jackson said this after uh, Kyrie got hurt. Giannis landed on his ankle. They were saying Giannis is a good basketball player, but he doesn't have basketball awareness. He would say anybody else in that position – wouldn't have bumped into Kyrie, they would have let him land. So do you think – because he hasn't been playing basketball that long. So maybe he just doesn't have that basketball court awareness to know, hey, I got James Harden out on me. Let me back out he and drive to the lane. I'm not going to – not buying that? I mean, clearly, I mean, clearly he does have a lack of awareness. But, like, like I saw a lot of people ranging from, yeah, like bad awareness when he, when Kyrie got hurt to – Giannis was being dirty. Like I, I just didn't I see all that. I, I didn't see any of that. Like that happens a lot. Like what exactly transpired? It just so happened that Kyrie landed on his foot. Like Kyrie was right I around mean, the rim. Are you really trying Gian- to box out somebody who just tried to shoot a, a floater though? You he does really it every time. You have play. to. Giannis does you that every time. Still in the air. You can't. You gonna box him out while he's still in the air? Well, no, that's, that's not he like, like he got there like a little yeah. earlier, I think, than like he would have. But like that's. Yeah, it looks like it in slow mo, but it's like Kyrie. It's all happening quickly. Like Giannis sees the no, shot going up, so he just he's diving to the rim and he's trying to get in position to get the rebound. Like that, like it's just bad Ooh. luck for Kyrie. Like it's just bad luck. Uh, I feel bad for him because I love watching Kyrie hoop, and you know we've talked about him on here before. I think he's a good dude. Like yeah. love him, but it was just unfortunate. Yeah, that was that wasn't no bad basketball. People they just want to talk about something. Maybe it's lack of awareness. Gian, yeah. Giannis does have some, just some like lack of experience. Like, he hasn't been playing basketball yeah. for long at all. Lack of experience. So he definitely hasn't been playing long at all. You ain't lying about. Yeah, that. I mean, like, but he's like, a, like he's a pretty solid passer. Like, you know, like sure, he, like he finds open people. Like when he drives, like a good amount. Like, so it's hard to say he's he's got bad awareness, but it, at times he definitely he definitely does seem to. So. Hey, I'm All not right. trying to so, say he's LeBron James or Chris Paul on the court like that. I'm just saying he's he should be a superstar. He needs to be a little bit more aware of the court. You remember? Did y'all see when he dropped? Oh well, yeah, I know y'all saw when he dropped that last ball, the last play. Oh my god, yeah. What about the last play? On, last in game six. Yeah. yeah, when he dropped, it literally went between his legs. Oh yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's the lack of it. That's when you can know he's a new basketball. And then he tries player. to reach yeah. for it. Between his legs, I'm like, Giannis, just turn around. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, his hands are this big. Literally, all he had to do, and that was the thing about it is he rushed that. So, Because I, I think somebody was like, oh, he was anticipating the foul. I was like, yeah. 
All he had to do was play bully ball like he did. They they win. Like, I, yeah, no, I Dallas is good, but it's just he's a. He's still so young though. Was he 27, 26, 27? Yeah, he really need he really needs us to be under a veteran superstar or like a dude like mm-hmm. Chris Paul or something to really teach him some things that he can't learn. I, I so you saying he, you saying he needed Jason Kidd? You saying he needed Jason Kidd? I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think I think Giannis I just think needs so. a better coach. I, I really think it's just a oh, coaching yeah. thing there because yeah, I think at so. the end of the day. You need somebody, you know, like I listen to the J.J. Reddick podcast quite a bit. And J.J., when he when they talk about coaches, he talks about – him and Jimmy Butler talked about this like a couple of years ago where some coaches will come in and kind of dictate whatever – like will tell you what your role is and then you're not, you're not going to change from it. Others kind aren't as direct about it. And I I think that's kind of an issue with with the Bucks and, and Giannis. I don't I don't know if Boonholzer is which one of those he falls into, but he's either just allowing Giannis to play the way he's playing, or he incorrectly assessed what Giannis should be, trying to make him like a LeBron. And you need to he just needs to be thought of differently. He just needs to be used differently. Like use his skill sets. Don't try and force him to pick up additional like. It's great because like we all get on Ben Simmons for not shooting threes, right? And like not even trying. Like Giannis, great, you tried. You're not good at it, and you're pretty much unstoppable at the rim. Let's just let's just treat you like a like a big. Like stop treat him like Zion. Yeah, like, don't try and make him a guard. He's not yeah. that. Just let, exactly. him, let him be a big. It, it's it's that simple to me. Yeah. All right, so let's. <laughs> okay, yeah. I want to say something let, let's, simple like that. Yeah. Let's talk about Joe Harris because Joe Harris has gotten a lot of hate on on Twitter, right? He obviously did not shoot the ball very well in this series. Um, I've got my own thoughts on on Joe Harris, and I'll let you guys go first. How much blame are you giving Joe Harris for the Nets' struggles? I think Joe Harris was playing outside of himself. I think I think he was playing pretty good in the series until Kyrie went out, and then he started trying to drive to the lane too much. And once Kyrie got out and James Harden's hurt, they don't really have a person who's going to control the offense. So that made them go more iso. We were talking before the podcast, so it was just harder for him to get open shots. And he, I just felt like he was trying to do way too much. Just you're a spot up shooter, do that. You're doing too much. You, you, he he hesitated on open shots trying. to to find other people open just get to your spot and shoot the ball that's all they needed you to do you was trying to do too much Davion yeah pretty much same thing um it yeah it's weird because yeah when Kyrie went out it's a clear shift of yeah him just trying to do too much low-key because you can just look at his stats and know he don't do nothing for score <laughs> he just just bought up shoot the threes, and he doing all that extra stuff. I think he did, you know, but I don't know because you take him out and you, you know, even have his presence right there and hope, you know, Jeff Green or somebody else steps up. And maybe one game, yeah. But I don't know. He he was just like, I expected more out of Joe. I ain't going to lie to you. I expected more out of him. I'm kind of 
disappointed in him. But he, the last game, he, he got it better. He got it together a little bit better at the end, but it still was like, ah, it's too late, bro. You kind of blew it when you were supposed to be good. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm disappointed in him, bro. So, I don't know. Here, here's my thoughts on this. One, first, I want to be clear about this. Joe Harris should have made more shots. Like I'm Absolutely. not, I'm not gonna excuse how bad he shot the ball the last few games of the series. Like, gotta still make more shots. The Nets, I think, did everything, everything they could to get a bad shooting performance from Joe Harris. Like they, they, they made it as hard as possible for him to be effective. Like you watch teams that have legit shooters, and Joe Harris is as good as any. Right, like I, I hold him in the same breath as like a JJ Redick, uh, Duncan Robinson, Clay stuff. Like I think he, in terms of just catch and shoot, he is right there with all of them. You need to call plays for him. Stop making him just catch and shoot off of random drives. Like that is not can like you're 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 asking for these types of performances. You got increased pressure. So everyone's feeling the pressure. You don't know when you're going to get the ball. So every time he gets it, he's not expecting to shoot. Like, he's not coming down the floor, okay, I'm going to get a shot this time. Like, that that shooter's rhythm. He he doesn't have any of it. Like, if you watch those other teams, they run plays for them. Like, the Heat, damn near every game, their first play of the game is some action for Duncan Robinson to shoot a three to try and get him in a flow early. Like yes, like when you're when you're catching and shooting off of drives and playing off of Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, James Harden, whoever, like you still need to make more because like you, like at the end of the day, you're getting paid a lot of money to make threes, and that is part of it. But you're gonna help. You you will make it a lot. He'll make a lot more if you just every few plays down, run something for him. Give him a double screen to come off of catch and shoot. He knows he's getting it. Doing stuff like that. Helps shooters so much; it makes mm-hmm. them so much more effective. And he, he plays better defensively too when he starts making those shots on the offense end because he was getting tore up defensively. That, yeah, yeah they, I mean they were not a good defender, attacked. but when he, but when he's making shots, he, he he hustles and he plays hard, and then you can see it on the court. He's momentum for sure. Like he's I just I don't I don't cool. think I've seen I don't think I've seen a team that's got a shooter like Joe Harris that that ran less plays for him. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm thinking about like you know, like even like when Kyle Korver was still playing, like you know, team you, you run plays play for him. Him. you yeah. run plays for him. Yeah, that don't you know, like that's why, and that's why, like I get a little annoyed sometimes with the, the LeBron doesn't have enough help thing because like that's a big part. LeBron has the ball a lot, and you're, you're asking people to catch and shoot in that same manner, and that's why it's hard. That's why in Houston, you know, you had games where they're you know, they would brick, what was it, 13 threes in a row or something? Because yeah. it's, it's all just waiting for Harden to decide to pass. You know, like that, that, that's all it was this series, and that's why you get a random game from Jeff Green. He just happened to be, like, super dialed in and locked in. But we saw it wasn't sustainable because it you're not running a play for Jeff Green. Like, not, not often. In the next game, he scored, like, seven points. We're right back. Like, yeah, you just have so much more yeah, fluctuation. Yeah. Like, you might catch a guy on a good night, and he just happens to be making them. That's great when that happens. But like, if you if you want to maintain that consistency, run some plays for your for your other guys. It's it's not everything doesn't have to be about the superstars all the time. If they're that great, 
then they should be able to still score if Get even theirs. though they're not getting the, getting theirs every possession. So, yo, low that's kind of my thoughts on it. Saying that that made me um, kind of like on that point made me respect KD a little bit more because when what was it? Was it Kyrie or I forget which one went out and PJ Tucker was giving him problems, bully ball. This boy was missing mm-hmm. everything. I was like, oh, I look like it's over for him. He adjusted next game. I think he dropped fifty. Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah. I think he dropped fifty next game. Forty-eight, forty-nine. Yeah, I was like, oh, yep. this boy is he. This Durantula again. Oh, Bro, yeah. I mean, yeah. that, that's but, why Durant Tucker is strong. And he can he can bully you, but once KD gets the ball, he can shoot over PJ Tucker any day. It's over. Yeah, PJ Tucker did a great job though. Once, really KD, once KD stopped worrying about getting calls from the referees, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he, was, he was unstoppable. He was yeah. unstoppable. That that was the only thing holding them back. Like, yeah, but then they started giving him calls. Playing good defense and physical defense, but like Kevin Durant was just begging the referees. Like mm-hmm. it got he got so in his head begging the referees for calls, and he forgot to play basketball. But once once he said once he just said fuck that, no, I'm just going to score anyways. Yeah. PJ Tucker can't guard him. <laughs> no, no, can guard the only him. thing he can do is make it hard for him. And hard for hard him. Up. Bro, he played great defense. He made it hard for KD, and he still dropped 50 on him. He put the man in the eye, and he still drained the shot. <laughs> Come on. Like, what do you do? <laughs> and, and, supposed it, to do? and the crazy thing about it, it's like what KD did with the adjustment, it's like they expected Joe to make that same adjustment. I'm like, bro, he ain't KD. Go run some plays. Not at all. I'm like, what y'all doing? And it, it was looking bad too. But I give, I give, uh, what's his name, Steve Nash, some credit though. Like, I kind of like his, like he made. I mean, did he, he, he like, really make an adjustment though? But I'm saying, like for his first time, I'm like, and eh, not bad. Yeah. Next year he do this again. I'm on his line. I mean, <laughs> he just said, KD, you saw how he hugged KD at the end of that game. That was a thank you. You just you saved me because I I don't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. That's why he played KD so long. What can you do besides hope KD score fifty? And he needed to score fifty in Game Seven again. Is that he did? And he did it, yeah. and they still lost. It's just like at that point, it's just like I would have hugged that man. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. They scored seventy seven points. I can't get over this between man. KD and Jeff Green. And that was it. Those are the only two players, and the Bucks blew it. Poor coach. Yep. Oh mm-hmm. my! Poor coaching. Well, he, he insisted on what seventy something percent of the other points KD had scored mm-hmm. assisted on. It's <laughs> insane. And they, they only scored eighty-seven points, and KD had fifty up. All I know is Bucks ownership should be on the line with Rick Carlisle right now. I don't care that they're still playing. What? Hey, hey, hey Rick. When uh, when this season's over, we're gonna oh fire my. we're gonna fire Bud, and we would love for you to be the next guy to take us over the hump. All right, next, bye. Like easy, real talk. Rick Carlisle gonna go to the Pelicans. I don't think so. They need no, Mark Jackson. Nah, <laughs> I want him to go to Boston, but Boston's not hiring a white coach. It's not happening. Not a white man. They, Boston is not going? hiring a white man. Nope. It's gonna be a woman, or it's gonna be a black a black guy. Guarantee yeah. it. Why you say that? Guarantee why, why it. Do you, why do you think you Boston that? of all places would do that? Sure, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. Place. You'll see. 
Boston gonna get a female or a black coach? Are you saying with Stevens going going doing his his GM? Mm-hmm. He's going. But you got think you got Jalen Brown, you got Jason Tatum, you got a young team. You got to get somebody that can relate and not get no old I white mean, male. I'm not it's saying not it, I'm not saying it wouldn't be like not a happening. good decision. I'm just saying. I don't see that. That's like probably the second most behind Utah, like racist fan base in the in the okay. NBA. And they was also the first. They was also the first team to have a quarter of five black dudes too, and a black head coach. So I'm just saying. Which is wild. CJ Jones, Bill Russell. I mean Casey Jones, Bill Russell. I mean. It would shock it, me it, with it, with with uh, Brad being in the GM position. Moving up. It wouldn't shock me because, and then Danny Ainge saying like, "Oh, I just don't get this." Like they do need somebody, but is it gonna be black mm-hmm. man or a, a white woman or something? Hell no, it's gonna be a white man. Watch, no, it's not. I, I, I hope, you, I hope you're you right. Go put Mark. Go look. Go put Mark Jackson there. Get that. Get him. No, nope. Mark Jackson. That's not happening, man. Mark Jackson is not gonna happen. He black. He's, he too. He a preacher. He a preacher. He got his own church. And he said some uh, homophobic things about the Golden State Warriors owner. So he's blackballed. It's going to be a minute before he get a chance. So it that, makes, it that's makes, not going to happen. Mark Jackson it, ain't it's happening. It's been a minute, though. It ain't going to happen. It makes no sense. That's yeah, it's, bro, it's, it's been, been a like, right, Let's transition. We got another game seven yeah. tonight. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's transition to this game seven that we got today at, at uh, 3.30 Eastern. Hawks, Philly, we're all going to stick with our Philly pick, obviously, but um, I'm definitely rooting for the Hawks. I'm, I'm rooting to be wrong here because I don't like Philly, so I would take yeah. a lot of Me too. pleasure in that sort of thing. Um, well, I also, I love the commentary on, on the NBA that tanking doesn't work. I would love that as well. But <clears throat> before we talk about that game, let's, let, doesn't let's work. approach – let's, let's – do this topic, Trey Young versus Luca. The big famous trade. Luca ain't made it out the first round. Trey Young is in his first playoffs and is forced a game seven in the in the semifinals against the number one overall seed. And he has been fantastic. Are we sure that the Mavs won that trade? Oh no, it's it's equal. It's even. They both won. It worked out for both teams. Luca's still gonna be end up being better than Trey. Luca's still gonna be a beast. But Trey uh, Young is just that. Trey Young is he's 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 something else right now. I mean, Nate McMillan did a great job because at first Steph, I mean, Clay, damn, what's his name? Trey Trey was trying to play like uh, Steph Curry too much, trying to shoot them deep threes. Nate McMillan got him playing the floater game more. And shoot those threes, deep threes occasionally. It just makes him a bigger threat. Oh. I think Trey Young is the truth, but Luca know, the bro. truth too, man. Luca the truth, man. But Luca, Luca the real deal. He might be one of those people who's really good. It's great. You think he peaked? No, no, I don't think he peaked. I just don't know. He he might not be that guy that's gonna get you over the hump unless it's gonna be like five to seven years down the line because. And the reason I say that is because I watched him in what the last two games just take his foot off their neck because he wanted to get his other team, his teammates involved. That that's the that's the clear difference between the two when it comes to they both talented. You know what I'm saying? Luca probably 
you know, offensively will do more. But Trey Young might be the guy who going to get you those rings because of the mentality he got. Luka just don't got that mentality yet. He need to go through some things or somebody need to get on his line because that performance he did this this playoff, it looked good he on too paper. Much hero ball. It, no, huh? it looked good on paper. His stats look real good until you watch the last fourth literally fourth quarter in the last two games and you see how oh, he's he just trash. Yeah, I mean, young, you, you trash. saw he, he, he you, goes, you saw oh, the, they put a statistic up, I think, trash. in game seven. Like field goal percent by quarter for Luca in the series, it was like seventy percent first quarter, fifty some percent second quarter, forty some percent third quarter, and then like twenty percent in the fourth yeah, quarter. It was bad. Like it was, it was bad. And here's here's my thing, and I mean this as an insult. Obviously, I'm not saying James Harden's not a fantastic player. He's an MVP. I get it. Whatever. You're right. But he, he's reminding me of he, he's reminding me of James Harden. He's dominating the ball too much, Facts. and like, you, like you got you have Kristaps Porzingis, use him. Like, stop making Porzingis just like a, another shooter. Like, mm-hmm. after the series was over, like Porzingis, you know, had said like, yeah, I don't like my role. I'm unhappy with my role, and yeah, it's kind of Lucas' fault. He's a twenty and ten player. This dude was shooting six for twelve, scoring eleven points. <laughs> He was floating um, around at the three-point line, like, yeah, you get, can, that ball, get that ball to the ball. Man, and that's why I like, argue with my boy about that. Like, uh, what is it? They think Porzingis peaked. I'm like, he's just in a bad position. Like, they thought mm-hmm. this was going to be Dirk and Nash. And it's 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 Luka doesn't have that killer mentality we want him to have right now. And they have not found a way to use Porzingis. I, I disagree with that. I think I think Luca has a killer mentality, yeah. but he just—he's not making the shots. Like it's not that he's scared to take them. Like he no, takes them. See, see what I'm saying about that. Like, like he's on not making. Season, like, he, he's not it. playing good basketball. Yeah, it, it, it might he's be that. Not. Yeah, that that um, what is it? Because Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about yeah, like a killer mentality. That. All that like it all sounds nice, and you know people always try and say like Kobe and Mike had it, LeBron didn't have it. And I completely disagree. Yeah, I agree. Um, but like what I think. Luca is going through right now is he feels like when it's the playoffs, like he has to do everything. everything. Mm-hmm. The point of having a superstar on your team is the fact that they should be able to make everyone around you better. And then when, if things start going wrong and you really need a bucket, then they can go get a bucket. It's not that they go and try and get a bucket literally every fucking play. Like that is not going to, that's not going to win. And, and that that's what right Luca's there- doing. Is why Trey Young at this moment is better than him because he understands. Yeah, I would take Trey. I think I would take. Yeah, facilitate. Trey Young gets everybody involved so like so much better because you can't tell me that that team is is better than what Dallas had assembled in terms of just straight talent on the team. Like I would take the players on Dallas ten times over the players that. No, you Atlanta can't tell me had. nothing. I can't hear anybody. <laughs> I can still hear y'all. No. I heard that one. You ain't lying. Especially on paper, Dallas was a lot better than the Hawks. But this is why I'm saying with that because, what was it? Was it game five with Trey Young? When they blew that 30-point lead, um, 76 blew that 30-point lead, it's a clear difference. It was like 20-something. But Mm -hmm. it's a clear difference. 
yeah, difference of when you seen like, okay, Doc did some questionable things. I, I, I ain't go glance over that. That was real questionable, leaving us the the starters out for that long. But you looked at how Trey Young put his foot on the pedal. Then he got his people involved. Then he started mm-hmm. playing team ball. Then he's like, all right, no, nah, I'm about to take these shots. All right, let me get hot. Team ball. Luca doesn't do that. Luca is Luca, 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 or team, team, team. Wide open shot. Ah, uh, I didn't get my team involved last time. I missed the last shot. Dang, I probably shouldn't have taken that shot. No, you got to keep taking it. That's the difference in that mentality. It just hasn't. He, he's. I hope. I hope it's gonna be like this little Miami LeBron thing, and it just does like this that the Heat takes a bad loss. Hopefully that next year Lucas mm. on place. But Trey Young, that guy, Trey Young and Booker are pretty much the same player right now in the same position. Man. But I think Trey Young is a little bit better than mm-hmm. both right now. And it hurt and me. To I say remember that when that trade happened. I said, I remember when the trade happened. I said. I, I knew it was going to be about the same, but I was like, Trey Young just fits Atlanta. Yeah. His mentality just fits that Atlanta. It just made more sense than anything. And it's nice that it's working out because he definitely, you could tell he's for Atlanta for sure. Oh, yeah. They, 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 that's a like, smart marketing move more than anything. Perfect. It was one of those things like, yeah, like, and just like, honestly, like organization, like culture, I matters. Like both mesh really mm-hmm. well. Like that, that was like a good marriage. It was, I think I had talked to you guys. Maybe me and Joe talked about this on the pod last week, or maybe we were talking about offline. I was like, maybe the most equal trade ever, <laughs> like really involving okay. involving superstars. Like, I mean, that it, that, it was great, low key. But uh, like you guys, I think I would take I think I would take Trey Young right now over over Luca because how you elevate the others just matters, and I, he does it way better than Luca does. Luca's still got time to figure it out. Like I get it, I'm not like writing Luca off, but he needs a coach that's going to come in there and stop that that Harden type style of play, the Houston Harden style of play. Uh, All right, so yeah. let's let's go to the Western Conference Finals. Um, you got Clippers, Suns, and I'm so annoyed that like we have to like talk about this part of it. So CP3 got vaccinated. And is now on the the COVID protocol list. They officially can't say if he got COVID, but I'm pretty sure that's the only way he could have landed on the COVID list, being vaccinated. So, really, I mean, it, it's like peak CP3, like just in terms of bad luck in the playoffs. Like, man does does what he's supposed to do and get vaccinated, still gets COVID and has to miss time. Like, and then who knows how he'll look when he comes back? Because I'm yet to see a player come back and be themselves. So, True. yeah, that's yeah. in there. Kawhi is also questionable for this series. He's going to miss. I think they already announced him out game one and two uh, with a ACL injury or knee injury, but not not a torn ACL or anything. So he might be able to yeah. play. So Kawhi, give me your guys' picks. Um, really? That, that's like Devion. God trying Devion, to, start with you. Yeah, I guess that's God trying to even it out. We took CP3 out. Let me take Kawhi out. Um, who do I think is going to win? And I'm trying out because I hate the Clippers. I'm just trying to be first. I hate the Clippers. <laughs> and I don't know how they won that last game. I'm just going to throw that out there. Terrence Mann stepped up. That ain't happening again. He ain't, he ain't scoring 40, you know, close to 40 again. 
Um, I still think the Suns will win because I don't have – like Devin Booker, I have more faith in what Devin Booker can do with his team, and I think his team has a lot more respect for him and, you know, this team ball than what Paul George do. Because Paul George, I'm not trying to take it away from him, but that last game, even though he – you know, you look at the points, yeah, he scored a decent amount. But he didn't – really score. He just did a lot of James Harden type moves to get to the line. Yeah, he, and he wasn't efficient. It was smart basketball, but it win. wasn't. No, and that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Not going to work. For, you know, especially if Kawhi misses at least two games, I think the Suns can get those two games. And then, you know, I think Booker is better with their situation and the momentum they have than the Clippers are with Paul George in a number one spot. And, Cause man's got to be numbers. They got to do what they got to do. Both both of them got to score forty like that. Ain't happening. Ain't happening. Not happening. Oh man, this this is a hard series. I think it's gonna be some sloppy basketball without if CP three and Kawhi don't play at all in this series. What? It's gonna be some sloppy basketball. It's not gonna be pretty. Not. I think it's I think it's an even. I think it's a pretty even matchup without Chris Paul and Kawhi in there. And, I mean, defensively, they're both solid defensively. Offensively, without CP3, I don't really, tr- I don't really trust the Suns to get easy open shots. Devin Booker gonna get his, but was it he gonna average what twenty one points? I don't think he's gonna average more than twenty one, twenty two points without CP3 there. So I just, ah, man, it's tough. I, wait, 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 wait. Ah. So you don't think Devin Booker's gonna average more than twenty one? I don't think he's gonna average more than twenty one points without CP3 there. You are out your fucking. Uh, they got the Clippers got too many people they can throw at them. I Devin Booker is good, but he he ain't he is not a superstar stop, 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 yet. Stop, stop, he ain't at that stop, superstar bro, the level. Clip, the Clippers just Who's got a bunch of games that people like to say are good defenders. They don't got anybody they, that actually yeah, plays well, defense I didn't anymore. say they were good individual defenders. They a good defensive team. Who gonna give him? I'm telling you, you'll see. Because Patrick Beverly. All right, so what's your pick, Joe? What's your pick? I'm taking the Clippers. I'm taking the Clippers. Clippers and, and, and seven. Clippers and seven. I think, yeah, and I think it's seven games. Seven games. Seven. Suns and seven. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Clippers do win because it is pretty even. I think this is the most even. It's so even. It's crazy. And it's going to be a lot of sloppy basketball, like you said, and it's going to be hilarious. They both can play small ball. They both can play big. Yeah, but the Clippers are going mm. to – the Clippers are going to collapse. Just wait. It's going to be around about oh, game. Yeah, Clippers going to clip. One so, or two. Uh, that's what I'm, I am worried yeah. about. That I'm the different. first two games gonna look real good. Three and four, like yeah, yeah, it go past my man, four Lee. games. My man Ty Lue. Now go look good. All right, I'm gonna yeah. take the Suns. I'm not super concerned with it to be honest. I, I honestly really don't even care if if Kawhi Leonard comes back. Like it, I, I think the Suns, because I think what I think what you're missing, Joe, is that even though CP3 might not be playing. The CP3 impact has already happened. It's already there. Like yep. I think, I think they're like plus Fort Monty Man. plus Monty Williams is a fantastic coach that never gets talked about. Um, and a lot of faith in campaign. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not expecting two campaign. Ago, that no, man wasn't in the league two years ago. That man was not in the league. I mean, I, I think my <laughs> expectations for Cam Cameron Payne are are fine. Like I expect him to make a you know score seven, eight points a game and play decent defense and keep the ball moving. Like he's not, 
he's not a bad player to have out there. I think Devin Booker is going to have to shoulder more of the load a in terms of initiating offense. But again, what I've seen from Devin Booker in the playoffs, he's not. It's not the same Devin Booker we've seen. Like Devin Booker, even when because remember they're, when they're playing the Lakers. I mean, Chris Paul basically wasn't there. No. Like Chris Paul could could barely dribble. And, and Devin Booker still got everybody involved. Still, like the offense still ran just fine without Chris Paul. Chris Paul obviously would help, yeah. and he would help close out games. But the the thing there is, there's not a worse team in the NBA at closing out games than the damn Clippers. So I don't like. I would have said like Suns probably in five if Chris Paul was completely fine. Oh yeah, but I'll go I'll, I'll go Suns in six because I think. You know, no chance. that is their that is their uh, that, that is their leader. But PG PG versus Cameron Payne and De- D Booker. I'm still. Well, I mean, let's not forget about DeAndre. Yeah, it's pretty easy, uh, man. No, I'm, I'm, you know that's easy. I'm not even. I'm not even going to Aiden right now. I know. Now. Just those. Two. I'm just gonna go with those. Two. Just them two. Like to expect Cameron Payne, like Will said, Cameron Payne gets you eight points. Solid. Man's going to have to get you twenty plus a night. Yeah, he's not gonna be able to do that. It, I'm not he's saying be, he don't have. He's gonna be a solid player. He's gonna do all the little but, things, but yeah. I don't know if he's gonna be able to average twenty. Because what he did to Gobert yesterday, it's like that. It was yeah. personal. The other day, it's like I'm about to put you on a post Rudy. Like a couple times. Yeah, but that's yeah. Rudy Gobert. That's it. And that what we've been saying about the Utah system Came and true. everything. It. Literally, they exposed but, I mean, all of it. They're not having Mike Conley hurt a lot because yeah. Donovan Mitchell can't be your point guard because he's not a point guard. He can't be your point guard because he's not going to facilitate it. Especially, especially a still banged up Donovan Mitchell. Like, let's be fair to him. Like, he was playing exactly. Hurt. Yeah, there, it's going to be I a mean, similar no, series. Okay, of like, it's, it's the, was Bogdanovich. Yeah. Bogdanovich was balling. Yeah, it's going to be Utah. It's Utah and the Clippers all over again. If we really think about it, and 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 let's just let's just Pretty not much. let's not waste this opportunity to just talk about how the defensive player of the year couldn't couldn't <laughs> uh, thank you couldn't be used as a defensive stopper in the series. First That's ballot, weird. first ballot Hall That's of Fame. Weird. The three time de- three time defensive player of the year kept getting picked on. It was like the <laughs> focus was the focus of the Clippers' offense. Amazing, media and a first Elliot Hall of Famer by giving him the three-time defensive player of the year. Pull him that's out. A, that's a shame. Dunk on him. Pull him out. Make him move laterally. Make him go left or right. Make him move <laughs> laterally, and he ain't the same dude. But he's three-time defensive player of the year. Ain't happening, and that's the point. Ain't happening that's with Aiden. That's not happening with Aiden. No, Aiden, not, not that's not going to happen with Aiden. I give you that. I give you that. But I, to be honest, I kind of like Zubak. Against Aiden, like that's not terrible. Zoo, Zoo, Zoo might make a reappearance. Like Zoo kind of got out of the last series, but yeah, he might be making an appearance again in this one. Yeah. But Joe, this is also something we talked about with the Suns, and why, another reason why I'm not as worried about CP3 because we talked about how deep they are and they the are deep. variety of different types of players they have on that bench. I think that's going to be huge in this series. Like the Clippers gonna, do too. The Clippers have a good bench. It's just. You don't no, they know have, what you're they have a good bench, but it's a lot of the same type of player, though. Don't know what you're... There, there's not the variety of like talent that's on mm. the Suns bench. What, what's Jackson going to give you? You don't know if he's going to give you 21 hours or he's going to give you three. 
like, Patrick Beverly, you like, don't know if he's gonna be irritated or is he just gonna get stupid fouls? But you got yes. but to go to your point, it's more it's more reliable players on the Suns, in my opinion, than it is the Clippers. Like the Clippers I agree with that. I do agree with that. The Clippers are just I, honestly that last game, it had to play out so perfectly for them to win like that because if man just performs like he mm-hmm. performs, they lose by ten. Yeah, you know, you watch some teams play. You can just tell they got confidence when they play. But the Clippers never give me that confidence feel. Never. They just so quiet. Like, come yeah. on, give me something. Give me some oomph. They just and, and you know what I'm saying. They don't got that momentum. They got the momentum swing from Utah. All right, ooh, but they just beat Jokic, and they didn't just beat Jokic. Hold on, makes the teams up. They know you're right. They, no. you I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make, sure, trying to make sure my game's right. No. Yeah, they beat that dude bad the last game. That's what it was because he got ejected. That's what it was. I want to make sure I won't miss my games. So, yeah. Got him out of there. He shouldn't have been ejected, though. But they he got shouldn't have been ejected. Out of there. But and they did a while for that. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> but the rest of those games wasn't even close. Right, and yeah. and he, was, he was MVP Jokic. And it looked mm-hmm. bad. That's what they go do to the Clippers. Because PG ain't Jokic. I'm sorry. PG is not no, going to get you. No. And then, what do you go? They're going to put him on D Booker and try to mix it up. Booker's still going to get 40. But the, I don't know. They can't put Paul George on D Booker because they need Paul George for offense. But they go, they so go do gonna it. The... You know, they're going to do it. They're going to mix it up. They're going to throw him on there and just throw him. Yeah. You know, we'll you can, you'll probably ball. get a good dose of Pat Bev. He'll probably get some Pat Bev on yeah. him. Markeith Morris is too big and slow. So you can't put Markeith Morris on him too much. It, it's gonna be between yeah, it's gonna be a really a lot of Pat Beverly thrown at him, take him out, throw a little Terrence Man, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. Reggie Jackson, I don't know what you're gonna do. Yeah, that's tough. I, look, I need a guarantee button like Chuck. I bet I guarantee. Let me just put a guarantee button. He got one right. Hell man, uh, I'm, I'm talking about me. He won for twelve. He need to go off my picks. <laughs> This is probably gonna be the best D book we've seen in the playoffs. We'll Watch, because he has no <laughs> choice but to do it. And he's out of all the players we've seen with the young players. In my opinion, he's performed every time. Right. We know he can drop sixty any day, but he can drop sixty and win. That's the difference. True. Like Donovan Mitchell, I shout out to him. Hats off to him. Show that they missing Mike Conley, like y'all said. He can get you 40 50. Still gonna get a dub. Go get a loss. Means nothing to me. <laughs> I'm just being right. Because we we compare talents. Like they're really good talents, but D Book is he performs. He wins. All right. I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit. Donovan Mitchell, let's let's not forget that this is D Book's first trip to the playoffs and has been in the league longer than Donovan Mitchell. So let's let's like pump the crazy a little bit there. Come on, man. Can't do that. You know how that bad that feels. That ain't his fault. I am just saying in terms of saying, saying Devin Booker is a winner and Donovan Mitchell is somehow not a winner, I think is a bit of a stretch because Donovan well. Mitchell he, hey. was, he was talking about this playoff. Yeah, he he's about these playoff. About this playoff. I'm just being like this year. I'm not Donovan Mitchell's yeah. hurt. And I know. I'm. I'm saying, but it's just like I'm saying. He did. He did pretty much what he was supposed he did, to do. But it was just I mean, the odds were stacked up against him. I'm not saying to do it because I really like bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's just and I. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm, I am kind of hating a little bit because I don't like Rudy. 
I'm just gonna be real. I really don't like Rudy. Uh, you know I can't fucking stand Sorry. Rudy. All right, let's yeah. go to the east. Let's go to the east real quick. The off chance that Atlanta, not the off chance, real chance that Atlanta wins in Atlanta versus Buck series. How do you guys see that going? Devion, start it off. Yeah, I was thinking about this. The, yeah, <laughs> baby, yeah, they might sleep. I, I know. I think so. Look, Trey Young. In my opinion, until he shows me otherwise, he's good enough to at least win one game. So I think the Bucks will probably be four mm-hmm. one, maybe four two if it's um if they get some momentum, which Atlanta shows that they get that a lot. So who guarding Chris Middleton? Who guarding? Yes. See the like, thing about Josh Chris Collins Middleton. Can't guard and, and they need, the they need uh, DeAndre Hunter bad. I, and I'm not worried. It's Chris Middleton. I'm not worried about who's guarding him. I'm worried about will he make his shots that night. Because mm-hmm, when he makes his fair. shots, he's unstoppable. When when he misses, he, he closed out last off. night. Yeah, it affects that whole offense. Because that's going to be an interesting series if it happens. And, and that's the thing about it. It's like Giannis can be Giannis throughout the whole game, and nobody on the Hawks is going to stop him. Chris At Middleton all. can go from third, fourth quarter, Chris Middleton and kill. They go they go beat them out twenty or thirty. I I will I will say this, like I don't know that they're like you reference Giannis. Like they do have Capella. Like Capella would be a solid not to use as the primary defender. Well actually even maybe, honestly. I, I probably would dare him to shoot. Low key. I probably just would. dare Giannis to shoot and meet him in the rim, but mm-hmm. I'll give Giannis the ball at the top of the key and just have him drive to the lane. Capella can't keep keep up with Giannis. I know, but I mean, we we, we saw Giannis like take you know, the, he's gonna take a jump shot. Just well, take I some think, jump. I just think that was because he saw Kevin Durant, James no, Harden, and Kyrie not. were making jump shots so easy. It's he was like, "Hey, I, I can do that. He's can do that." No, that is literally we've hooped before. You think you're tired? Yes. When when people start getting right. tired, I'm tired. Look get at, to the lane. Let me just shoot it. And he, yeah, and right. I'm talking point, about and look point. at the matchups. He's like, oh, this dog food right here, and he just shoot it. He, <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> the only thing we can't see is literally his him breathing on. That's table. fair. That's fair. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. So tire him out. Hey, Capella got the motor to do it. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, like Will said, I'm gonna force him. To I do like Capella. Time. And he and that's the perfect. Like they can, they, they actually have like a solid group to kind of build a wall. Like if you put okay. if you made like John Collins like the primary defender, the and then sure. use Capella to bother him at the rim. Like that's that's a, that's, a, that's decent. Like that's pretty decent because Collins is athletic and kind of move, can move laterally with them. The issue is, what do you do with like Brooke Lopez? Like how do you keep Capella? in the lane? Because Capella is not the most athletic, and Ooh. that'd be a lot of late closeouts to Brooke Lopez. So, I mean, maybe that's your game plan. Say, fuck it. Brooke Lopez is going to have to beat us. He can get 20 and 20 if he wants to. Exactly. Hey, he got to play a lot there. I mean, but I I agree with you guys. Like, I'm not trying to say I would pick the Hawks or anything. Like, I would pick Bucks and five. I think it's too much. But I just, I don't think it would be, I don't think it'd be quite as easy. Like, I don't see, like, Giannis averaging, like, 40 on, like, 70% shooting. No. That's what I'm trying to, like, he's not going to be able to dominate like that. I don't even think he would have to. No, he. No, yeah, I think it'd be a lot of him getting other people involved. Twenty ten and seven and be fine. Well, yeah, but I, mean, I keep saying the Hawks would lose their series yeah, right. in five, and I keep getting proved wrong. So because Trey Young got to score forty points, exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? So he yeah. can play a great game. Yeah, yeah. good point. 
You know what I'm saying? Great game. <laughs> Dumb. And and listen, Drew Holiday is going to be farting them too now, man. Drew Holiday going to be able to lock him down one or two games for let's, sure. Let's talk about Drew Holiday for a second. Yeah. Please, let's talk about him for a second. He, we have yet to see him really perform. When he performs, it's a wrap. But it's buttonholes are not fair what they did to that man, man. He can't. How are you gonna expect him to perform? But you want him guarding KD fifty percent of the time, underside. It's they put like, come on, man. You gotta put Giannis on that man. Like you got PJ Tucker and Drew Holiday guarding him most of the game. And Middleton, like, come on, and then you want and they, Middleton, yeah. So what? What Drew? What they gonna do? Drew Holiday was yeah. probably. Yo, that's such a, I'm glad you brought that up because I was so pissed. Game yeah. five. This man, because. I think what PJ got in foul trouble or something, and Middleton is guarding Durant and being asked to close on offense. We know what Chris Middleton is. Like he's a really good player, but good God, like, asking him to do like that's like, come on, man. Like for real, go put come Giannis on, like, on him. Trying to set him up for success. Yeah, put Giannis, yeah, you're on, him Giannis and make on him for three close. minutes. That's crazy. Exactly. You fool, that's right. such bad coach. Let's let, right, let, let let's. Let's let's talk about Philly versus the Bucks. Um, I think this is probably the more likely scenario, but you never know. Because this will be real interesting in that series with Budenholzer versus Doc Rivers. That that woo, I don't know, um, Joe. I'm going to start with the, with you on this one. <laughs> Philly, Philly versus Philly versus Milwaukee. What do you think? I think it goes seven, but man, oh my god, I don't even know who to. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Philly in seven. I'm taking Philly in seven because of Doc. I think if yeah, because of Doc, basically because of Doc, and but I, it all depends on Embiid's health. I mean, because he gives you three quarters, but. By the time that fourth quarter come, whatever he's taking, whatever painkiller he's taking, orally or they shooting him up, whatever it is, by the time the fourth quarter come, it's it's not working no more, and he just doesn't show up in the fourth quarter, <laughs> and and B and then Ben Simmons not there either in the fourth quarter, so that's uh, tough. That's, Bro, they closed. Gonna be a hard Philly series. closed game six with Tyrese Maxey. That's what of I'm ben saying. Simmons. Yeah. Not winning when your second best player cannot close games is not Man, and, and Tobias Harris ain't where to be found lately. But Bro. Man, I just like I like I think I feel like I like Embiid and the role player better than I like the Bucks. I don't like either team to be honest. They both got some iffy aspects yeah. Alright, what you think? Bucks. And I'm going because you can't play Ben Simmons late game. Uh, Tobias <laughs> Harris has he's he's the best. He's the second best player right now, but he's still iffy. Embiid, if you play long games with Embiid, like how the Bucks have been playing, getting a couple overtimes, maybe Embiid is useless. He don't got the win for it. Mm-hmm. Giannis barely has the stamina for it, and you know you can see him fighting through that. Embiid can't do that, and he go bitch about falling. He ain't gonna get the calls because now we real late in the playoffs. He's not getting no calls. They both coaches gonna both do some questionable things. Let's just keep it G. 
It's going to be real questionable. Hey, man, you can hack a Giannis and you can hack a Ben Simmons. It's going to be ugly. That's what I'm saying. Like, Ben Simmons (laughs) is her second best player, and you cannot play him late games. I don't see how they beat the Bucs like that. You need all of them to be playing to beat them. And Drew Holiday going to play all day. And they got good defenders where when you take crucial players out, they can still throw good defenders on you and still go score. Mm -hmm. So they stuck. They better hope. They better so hope. Bucks like, and how many, Devion? Bucks and how many? Really? Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I was about to say some real bogus, but I'm for real. <laughs> I was, gonna, I was gonna say five for real. I knew he was gonna say five, low key, because I really think they can be in five. The only reason I'll say it'll go game six because Doc's coaching. If I had to do the two coaches together, Doc makes less questionable decisions. And that's by her hair. <laughs> right. And I'm not Seriously. saying that by much. That's by her hair. And he's also a champion. So it is a little – so those questionable decisions he's made, I ain't going to say he can justify, but he can justify a little bit more Do- than what – Docs? Yeah. Docs are more calculated gambles. There we go. Budenholzers are just he's plain just, stupidity. He's trusting his emotions. Like stupid. I'm going to trust my gut on this one. This, this might work. I'm like, you know, bro. Yeah. Sick. All right. Man. You won't do it. I'm going to do it. I'll get disrespectful. Bucks and five. I don't don't give a damn about their damn Philly. They will do it. Bucks and five. I I, I was close to saying sweep their little little, – never mind. I was close to saying sweep. If they had a better coach, I would have said that. If they had a better coach, I would have said that. If he was dead hurt, man. You got to put some respect on We see what they do with the MVPs. Every person who's won an award, it might be helpful to him that he didn't win an award. Everybody who's been winning these awards. Out you, early. You. <laughs> you know my nerve. Like, it's just. It, it, Here, he, so here's here's where I'm at. Here's why I think, like, okay. The reason why the Net series was able to go as long as it did was because there was the talent on the Nets. Even with the injuries, there was still a lot of talent on that team. Like, they, they, they ended up missing a lot of talent, but, like, Blake Griffin's still super talented, right? right? Like, you know, they, they had a lot of other players. And then Kevin Durant, we didn't even get into this, but I, I'm going to have it, like, firmly made up my mind until now. Don't do it, see Don't do it. KD's the best player in the world. He's, he, he's, he's just the best. So... They have they had that. Philly 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 don't have that. Philly don't have that. Philly Philly don't have any of that. So I don't like the coaching. I just don't see. And God, I woo, man, I'm almost stopping myself from saying this because it, it just makes me like want to like throw up as I say. But I just don't even see what Budenholzer can screw up here. Like, who's the oh, player? <laughs> Oh, God. Who's Not the player that Philly can use? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not for real. But, like, who's the player that Philly can use to take advantage of Boonholder's stupidity? Like, I don't uh, – actually, yeah, see, no, can't say that. Tobias Harris is that player. Tobias Harris is a great pick-and-roll player. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. might be, that might be the thing. I was to say. <laughs> but they can just throw Drew Holiday at they can They can just throw Drew Holiday at him, though. Mm-hmm. True. Like, and you're not going to waste your holiday. The pick and roll pretty well too, because that's why they was getting a lot of those steals last night. So, well, no, that's because yeah. that's because Steve Nash inexplicably didn't just do what he did in Game Five and say, "Okay, Durant, 
attack Brook Lopez. Like they just like stopped. Yeah, like it, yeah, you, no, Durant it took like a questionable. Like he could have just pulled up and he tried to go all the way to the rim, and got blocked by Lopez. And maybe and maybe it was like okay, I know Durant's too tired to like take that. Oh yeah, he had no lift. When you see the replay, like, he didn't. He could have got up there better. Yeah, but nonetheless, I don't think that Tobias Harris is just. I just don't know that I trust him to like kill a team. I ain't going to by putting Brooke Lopez in a pick and roll. I just don't think he's going to kill you like that. Like Doc Rivers, get the ball out of Steph Curry's hands. Steph Curry's hands. Why is I mean, he playing a point? Why is he better? He's not a facilitator. That man is a shooter. Stop playing point at him. Get him some off-ball screens and get him open. Yeah, I, I just think. Do you like what? Here, here's another. Like, do you guys really like Joe? Do you really think Embiid's got like the grit? To go with Giannis, no, nah, he's too soft. He's too soft. Like I just he's, like that's what soft. I, he's soccer he's, soft, man. I'm not telling you, he grew up playing he, soccer. He's soccer he soft. That's why he falls all the time. Even if he does, he don't have it. It. who else? Who else has it with him? He don't got it. He may give it for you one night. I mean, because like just like you know, like when Giannis, at least when Giannis attacks, like he's not trying to sell. You know, fouls. He's just trying to score. He's just trying to score, and that's that's what I like about Giannis. So, but Embiid, he 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 has that same thing that people don't like about Dwight Howard. You got all this talent, but you're just too goofy sometimes, man. Like, why you smiling? You just Mm -hmm. smile too much. You don't think you don't. don't, Exactly. You you too goofy. You doing stupid stuff. Pay attention. Just play the game. Exactly. And that's the difference between Giannis and him. We saw Giannis in this seven-game yeah. series. Giannis was tripping, and he was doing some real questionable that, things. Ain't no wrong with having fun yeah. when you do something dope. Oh, yeah, but when Giannis wasn't – when he airballed that free throw, and then what he happened? got in his ear, and you saw he was serious. Boom. It's just like yeah. – Exactly. And when K mm-hmm. said that, why are you going to compare me? Yeah. Yep. And be the idea that he going to score 40, he going to start flopping, he go, they going to crumble. You can't put the ball in his hand and last – three minutes and win the game. You can't do that with him. That's true. That's true. You just can't. It, and it's you still imprinted in my mind that that big-ass man went and cried to his little-ass girlfriend after Kawhi made that shot on him. That, <laughs> that's, that's hard to get over, man. That's, that's hard to get over. That's the punkest shit I've seen in a <laughs> long time. No <laughs> <laughs> boy was hurt. Sick. He was ugly crying. He was ugly crying. Oh, man. yeah, look. He was ugly And the crying. one thing that I think the Bucks do have the one thing I think that will help them the most is the momentum of beating the the champions, mm-hmm. the so-called so champs, and y'all beat them. You know, and it wasn't like you know what I'm saying it was some. You, you did it with some. Um, I, I guess you could earn some respect the way they won that game. It wasn't no. Is that you know what I'm saying? The 76 is going seven games with a team they should have swept. That, that, these are at the end of the day, we we mean Facts. that's gonna do something. Your ego, I don't care what nobody say. You going seven games with a team you should have swept, and you literally might lose. That's in another thing. Not I, got, I, got, I, got, I got a couple. Th- I got a couple yeah. things here. One, you guys brought up Giannis and like after the air ball and like his mentality. So, a couple things on that specifically. One, Giannis, how the fuck do you airball twice in one game from the free throw line? Like, come on, bro. But one thing I'll give Giannis, yeah. because especially on the road, like, 
that I mean, because we all know, like that's embarrassing. Like that's really embarrassing yeah. to airball. But for and him to have all the time then, out after you airball, so you sit there and sulk in it. Like, damn, I really just missed that. And, and then, but he had the nuts to go up there and then make the next one. Like that—that that honestly, like it's—it's it's a very little thing, but that kind of shows me something about Giannis is like kind of just kind of mental fortitude. Like, I think a lot of players after they if they airball the free throw, they're thinking about anything but the next free throw. And then you hear <laughs> the crowd breaking. every time you shoot a free throw. You can hear the crowd counting. Like that was like, damn, dude, I, they can't get me every time, right? I got to change it up. I like, there's no way I'm gonna get it on 13 every time. That would definitely be on my mind. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, I mean, I, I think some of that like just is a glimpse into like he is a pretty mentally tough person. Like, well, it's really it, annoying to me that he can't that that he could airball twice, but but see that ahead. makes me nervous about my seventy sixers pick though too because Ben Simmons has all the force in the world to make a free throw, oh but <laughs> up here he can't do it. He got the he has good form. Joe, you know, he's taking an that's, that's free throw. It's a Joe, great that's a great segue form. like right into like my <laughs> other point that I was gonna make is that. With the Bucks, it's coaching that I don't trust. Yeah. With the Sixers, it's their superstars. Right. I, I'm going to trust the team that's superstars I trust, but I don't trust their coaching versus the team who whose coach I think is good, but the players I just I can't trust. Like I can't trust literally anybody on the Sixers to step up every single game. Embiid can't. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Super talented, but I can't trust him to do it every game. Ben Simmons, I don't trust at all. And Tobias Harris is just uh, he's just like not like. He's just, yeah, yeah. he's like a Drew Holiday, like in terms of status, like kind of their status, like fringe all fringe all stars. Mm-hmm. But Drew Holiday, I know will lock somebody up every single game. Tobias Harris, I don't know if he's gonna give me the points that he should give me every single game, and that's what he brings. It's like to he table. plays around too much. It's like he's. It's like he. Well, it's I like, like he gets like left out sometimes of their play. offense, and like I don't know if it's his fault or. Like the other players slash Doc Rivers fall. Off in the game for sure. Yeah. Like it just seems like he's too easily forgotten. Yeah. And, like he doesn't have that like alpha in him to like say, Hey, give me the fucking ball. Like you know, like he doesn't have, he doesn't that, have that at all. Him. But if you if you run some plays for him, he'll drop twenty six for you. He's, he's the really second best scorer on that team. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm not gonna say he's the second best player on it. I don't know, man. It may be it may be it may be Seth. It may Seth. be Seth. The way they Seth play right, like now, right now, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the only one I know. If he's open in the three, he's gonna make it. Yeah. He's the only one on the team I can trust to make open shots. He's the only one playing championship ball because he has the right mentality. He's been there. Everybody else is just like they don't know where they are. It's like agree. This ain't. Yeah, the, you know, getting is into very the playoffs sure of who he is as a player. Curry, Curry knows exactly who he is as a I player and stays within it. And exactly. Dallas is probably kicking themselves for getting rid of him. They, they had to. Had to. I mean, do you want Seth or do you want Tim Hardaway? Well, no, they traded him for Josh Richardson. Who, Hardaway? No, Seth Curry. They, they traded Seth they Curry traded him for, for Richardson. Yeah. Yeah, but it was also, it was also a salary dump. Like they gotta pay people to see this. This all team. Oh, no, it's not. It's not a. Uh, not really. See. I mean, Richardson's got a big deal because Richardson was technically sign and trade oh, from, right, right. from Miami right. to Miami. Build. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that part. Like, I forgot Richardson's about that got trade. Some money. Like, right. It was. You're right. I forgot about that trade. I think they thought they were gonna get an elite defender that could also score, and then they just stopped using him. That's what they don't have is a defender. They got well. No, they got Powell, but that's about it. Yeah. 
but you can't throw him at anybody. No, you but, can't. All right, so just to make sure I got this recap correctly, <laughs> Devion, you got Suns in seven, Bucks in five if they play Atlanta, or Bucks in six if they play Philly, right? Let's see. Yeah. Yep. All right. Joe, you got Clippers in seven. F it, bro. F it. Five and five for both. Five for both. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on it, bro. Let me join let me the disrespect Philly squad. Let me stand on five for both, bro. I love it. F it. I don't have faith in Philly, bro. I really don't. No. All right. So Joe, Clippers in seven, Bucks in five if they play Atlanta. Yes. Seven Sixers in seven. If and then Sixers in seven. I got Suns in six and then Bucks in five either way. So we'll see, we'll see how we do. Nice. Right now, the updated three and a possible standings for our playoff predictions. We are all tied. We've all missed uh, three picks. We've Bruh, all missed three picks. Do you know how whack it will be if it's Phoenix versus Milwaukee? Ugh. I would love that. Oh, Media market wise, oh. Phoenix. Oh, Man, what the fuck? All that shit. Ugh. It's not gonna be as bad as y'all think it is. As Clippers versus Milwaukee will be bad too. Though. It, it won't. Like that. That one might suck. Um, but the, <laughs> the Clippers don't even can't even get real people in the stands. Like, yeah, come on, they're the only team with paper suck. paper fans. That is terrible. The Suns and the Bucks will be a great game. I don't care what nobody say because. It's gonna be, It'll a, be a good game, but nobody gonna care about it though. Yes, they will because well, that's that's the major media. That's the major media's fault because they don't yeah. talk about those teams enough. Nobody gonna want to see Phoenix. Yeah, I guarantee you, a regular NBA fan don't know nobody but Chris Paul and Devin Booker on the Phoenix and, and, Suns, and, is, and they and don't know nobody exactly, but Giannis. That is ESPN and yeah, Fox right, Sports' right. fault. I, I, and, I agree. And um, we're gonna sign off on that one. Three and a possible. Yeah. Happy Father's Day again, Debbie Young. We're, we're super proud of you being a great stand-up father. We're we here for y'all. Yeah, stand up. Appreciate it. Load up on them diapers, bro. Oh, you already know. I'm about to get them snacks, <laughs> money phones. Uh, okay, you need to go to that. What's that store? They got that baby store. Hand me downs. Dang, what's it called? <laughs> you can get you a cheap ass crib and all kind of shit. Yeah, I forget what it's called. <laughs> I got you. Though. I'll figure it out for you, bro. I got you. All you right, need start, we need a diaper drive. I got you. We're gonna start a diaper drive. Three to possible diaper drive for Devion. <laughs> all right, man. Signing off, everybody. Have a good, have a good Father's Day. Enjoy the conference finals. <laughs>